Welcome to Out in the Open Podcast, where discussions are open and judgment close. Yes, Hosted sir. by me, Jay Mackin. Safely Andre. Coach Cherry. And I'm just Jayco. And we are Oh, Welcome back to another episode of the Out New Open Podcast. Yes, sir. It's your host, Jay Mackin. I'm here with my co-host, Jayco, Coach Cherry, man. What's good? Hey, we good. What's going well, on? What's good. going on? Excited. Um, big shout out to uh, Eve. She's not here with us, but um, we got a special guest. Yes, sir. Once, once again, we got a special guest. Yes, sir. And, and, she- and, 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 and before Jayco introduce her, man, for those who are listening for the first time, go in and check us out on IG or IT Cool Podcast. And make sure you guys listen throughout the whole episode. Don't don't skip. Don't don't no listen skips, to the five man. minutes, ten minutes. Listen to the whole episode because Facts. things about to get crazy. Things yeah. about to get emotional. Oh. You know, things about to get loud. You feel Ow. me? So make sure you guys listen through throughout the whole episode. So man, go ahead, Funzo, man. Yeah, we we got another special guest here, and we're so honored and privileged to be able to bring these these special guests, um, they open not only another side of us, but um, open up another side of themselves. So we we hope that this is the same thing. So, um, Jacob, go ahead and do the honors, man. Well, you know, um, I'm proud to say that uh, we have one of the hardest working women in Orlando. Ooh, here. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, man, Sarai, what's up with you? What's up, you guys? <laughs> What's going on? Thank you so much for having me on here. Yeah. And I'm excited. Um, for those, that, I guess, that don't know me, my name is Sarai Antoine, also known as the female trader, also known as Sarai the MC, hey. also known as the motherfucking goat, depending hey. who you speak to. <laughs> yes, sir. It's, it's, it's actually really an honor. I haven't done, I would say, any interviews or inter- or been an interviewee in over a year. So this is the first time I'm open. I'm, I guess I'm able to be open and as transparent as possible. So I'm actually excited to be able to give you guys 110% of me. Mm. And that's that that says a lot. So, um, yeah, because when I share it, I know motherfuckers going to go in here like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> shit, you know what I'm saying? Thanks. So, like, I'm super excited because I just dropped a video a couple of days ago and to see the interaction oh, yeah. on, um, on people's, I would say, feed and comments, man. I didn't know. You never know how much value you bring to someone's life. Mm. until they get to tell you about it and it's like especially indirect yeah. indirect um impact when you don't really know the person the person like you're you're inspiring me and I'm mm. like damn you know sometimes we have this mantle on our back and we don't even understand how powerful it is but I'm gonna say that for I like I like where you're going with that because it kind of brings back like where you came from yeah, yeah. like Looking at where you at now and seeing the effects that you have on people, how does it feel looking back from that younger Sarai? Mm. What what does that look like? What does that family dynamic look like? As far as growing up. Growing up, like yeah, my yeah, family. Yeah. family well, wait, wait, let's yeah. start with like where you from first. Okay. Um, I'm originally from Haiti. I was born in um Kiskoff, IT. Yes, sir. Um, we migrated um to Miami, Florida. Um, my grandfather kind of got me and my mom. We were actually the I will say with a if any if anybody in our family got an opportunity to make it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. My uh, my mom and myself was the first starters of the family 
coming into America. But yeah. my grandfather came, um, got me and my mom to America. We moved to South Florida. My mom was unable to find work. She ended up migrating to Orlando, Florida. We moved to Texas Ave. So I stayed at Dunwoody. Mm. I stayed at Carlton Arms when it was Carlton Arms. I'm like my nanny lived in Timber what? Skin. Like we yeah, we thanks. went through it. Like I remember like when when Diddy talks about the roaches on your face. Like that's mm. some real shit. I remember being in like third grade. Like like I used to sleep on the edge of the bed and like a roach will come off. Oh, like and you but it, but you so when when you're poor. And I mistake that poverty, of course, is always a mindset. But when you're young and you grow up in poverty, you haven't been exposed to the outside world. You think that's normal. Yeah. Because my, my, my <laughs> next door neighbor had roaches. Like yeah. my next door neighbor went to the same school. Like you get what I'm saying? Like me and my mom, when we first came to America, my mom didn't have a car. So she would carry me. Mm-hmm. She would carry me on her back. Like we would just yeah. be walking all up through Texas Ave. I remember her, um, Jaco's dad, for people that don't know, Jaco's my cousin. But Jaco's dad, Jaco's <laughs> <Big shout laughs> dad was the person that taught my mom how to drive in front of our apartment complex yeah. Um, behind, I don't know if you guys are Bon Appetit Grill is on yeah. OBC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In that back of that plaza, my mom learned how to drive there. So it's like we 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 came up on some shit, man. Like my, I see my mom work really hard. She worked at Westgate as a housekeeper. As a lot of people have the similar story, and I've seen her grind her way up to learning how to be a CNA. And that's one thing I could say I valued from my upbringing was that my mom valued education, even though that she didn't understand English. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? She mm-hmm. was a hard worker. Same thing as my dad. When my dad migrated to um. Orlando, like he he worked hard, man. Like my parents are hard workers. I'm trying, I'm trying to keep it together. No, but fine, my man. parents Live are hard workers. Like I see my dad go work with this white lady named Ann when he, and she he, um, she he was getting paid like a hundred, two hundred dollars a day mm. just to build her home. Like I like my parents went through it, but they did all that because they never wanted me to see somebody with shiny shoes mm-hmm. and be like, oh my God, like oh it's some or mm-hmm. you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, my yeah. parents put it in me, like yo, they put like I, we got you and my dad was like he stood firm on that he didn't care if he had to work two jobs mm-hmm. I remember my dad working on a 7-Eleven Ooh, I remember my dad working at a 7-Eleven across the street where I got my office because I got an office I, mm-hmm. I ended up getting an office back in 2020 my dad used to work literally at that 7-Eleven across the street and I, didn't, I, I never even thought of this the first time I ever even thought about that yeah. wow that's crazy. The first time I even ever even thought about that, but it's like that's one thing I could say about my upbringing, my family. You know, they weren't the greatest parents in the world, but they were my parents, yeah. and yeah. they instilled the best qualities that they can instill in me to to go out here and pave a different path. So yeah, like I'm an only child, so I wasn't raised with siblings. I have a little sense of entitlement. That's cool. <laughs> I'm, I'm selfish. That's cool. Yeah. I'm a little cocky sometimes, confident, depending how you want to view it. That's cool. But like, I just really can say that I was raised in a loving home. Okay. So like, no matter where I go, like for people that generally knows me, like I exude love. I exude energy because that's what I was raised around. So. Mm-hmm. I like that. So who was you um, in middle school? Because we like, for us, we like to really kind of get into, because we realize that school is a big part. Facts. A forced. You know what I'm saying? It's a big part of our social life, the way we looked at each other, the, the way we looked at ourselves. Yep. Self-image. You know? Right. So, um, and so how was you middle school? Middle school? So yeah. I'm going to talk about fifth grade me first before I get into middle school. Okay. So I moved to um, Hawassi in fifth grade with my mom. She ended up buying a house or whatever the case may be. Um, and I went to Lake Gym and I experienced a little mm. bit of bullying because I was the new kid on the block. So mm-hmm. everybody already had their cliques. They grew up with them from kindergarten to fourth grade. So here comes this new girl 
So I faced a lot of like outcasts. Mm-hmm. Like, was I, it because of like your link? Your um. No, I didn't have a language barrier because okay. we I was already in America. But I'm yeah, just yeah, saying, yeah. it's like I was an outcast because everybody already had their established relationships. Mm-hmm. So I remember leaving fifth grade, and I said, "This be the last time. This will be the last time I ever like somebody try to make me feel like a little nigga." Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I went into middle school with that mindset, and it's like I made sure that first day. I remember the first day of middle school, I had on. Um, Ed Hardy on my feet. Oh, oh yeah, that was, that was popping. That was popping. That, yeah. Yeah. Ed Hardy on my feet. I had, Pressure. I had Hollister. <laughs> like, I, I, had, I had bought Hollister shirts for two weeks straight. So okay. every day I oh, was Hollister in Hollister was and Pressure. Pressure about it. And then I had like ribbons in my head. So yeah. I made sure when I came, no, when I came into middle school, I was that girl. Yeah, so yeah. it's like I built relationships. Like, I feel like middle school is where I learned how to build relationships mm-hmm. because I, I refused to be that outcast girl. I was I was building relationships with teachers. I was building a relationship with admin. I was building a relationship with the principal. Mm-hmm. Like I wanted to be like so, I, was, I was in middle school. This middle school. Oh shit. Like Mr. Nash, like was my road dog. I don't know if you guys ever went shout out to Meadowbrook Middle School. Mm-hmm. But Mr. Nash was my road dog. Like um Miss Russian was my dance teacher. Like I I was cool with Miss Wilson. She was my guidance counselor. Like Mr. Nelson, he's now I think the assistant principal principal of Oak Ridge. Like all those people, like mm-hmm. were my Mr. Norwood. I could keep on going. Yeah. Like and those people. I built yeah. relationships because I refuse yeah. to be that person. I feel like that's where that um, vibrantness, that energy birthed from because mm-hmm. like I wanted to be that it girl. But on top of that, sometimes trying to be that it girl, you get the wrong influence. So yeah, I'm not, yeah, yeah. so I got into fights a lot. I got suspended Ooh. a lot. Like mm-hmm. I got, um, I got into, a, I got suspended every year in middle school, like towards wow. the end of the year, 10 day suspension. Cause I got into a fight towards the end mm-hmm. of the school year. <laughs> That that happened to me up until 10th grade. So every school year yeah. from 6th, 7th, 8th, 9th, 10th grade, I got yeah. suspended for fighting. Why do you think so? Yeah, uh, why is that? I yeah. feel like I, I was in that mindset, especially with the people around me. Like, it was like, like they fight, I fight. Mm. Like you get what I'm saying Like when you down With your crew When you down yeah. With your posse oh. Or whatever the case may be Like my, my homegirls Were fighters So I was a fighter Like mm. we fighting Next to the candy lady Like I can name the fight I remember <laughs> my first fight I like I could just keep on going But I felt like I had anger issues I really battled With a lot of anger issues Where do you think That came from? Um, I think it came from Being the only child And mm. like Like I literally Like I would say My father was one of the Issues that I kind of Battled with Just because It was a lot of resentment Okay. Me and him had similar personalities, mm, and and, crash, yeah. and his in his head he felt like he was protecting me and sheltering me and like oh my god, but it's like me and my dad got into it a lot, so it's like my school was my only outlet. Mm-hmm. So it's like if you mess with me in my head, I'm like I don't let my daddy mess with me, so I ain't gonna let you mess with me. <laughs> like that's how I was. So crazy. it's like um, and then just being around the wrong influence because it's like I was living living Gilles. so it's like you know what I'm saying <laughs> yeah. like it was liquor like I legly, yeah, and it's yeah, like yeah, when yeah. you. You have friends that are have a little bit more leniency at the home, have a little bit more leniency at the crib. Like you trying to fit in. Like I remember like jumping gates. So so my my mom would think I'm at home mm. and I'm jumping gates to go to my friend house across the oh, street in, in the next neighborhood. So it's You're like the streets. What? Yeah, boy, I was oh. outside, boy. <laughs> I was outside. So it's like <clears throat> sorry. You good. Um, yeah, I would say middle school. I just became like, I, I feel like that's where I birthed the yeah. it girl factor because mm-hmm. I was not going to be, I was not, and then during middle school, that was the era when they ain't like Haitians. Yeah. So yeah. I was Haitian. Yeah. I bet and I'm like, one, if yeah. I could be cool with the, you know, the, yeah. so they wasn't picking on me. Yeah. I remember every day they would go and fight the Haitians every mm-hmm. day. 
and they knew you was. And I and they knew I was Haitian. So, but they knew that, you know, I built relationships with a lot of people. So I was, I was like the cool Haitian. Oh, like Sarah cool. Like she's Zoe. She's Zoe. She ain't Haitian, she a Zoe. So it's like, you know, it worked out in the end. And then middle school came came and passed and in high school I feel like I, mm-hmm. I end up finding my mentor shout out to Curtisa Vanderpool man mm-hmm. she really changed my life because she looked at me I remember the last time I got into this fight and she sat me down she said Sarah like you could come back from this and use that energy and channel a different side of you and I came and I came with force like so I end up being like junior class president homecoming yeah, yeah, yeah. queen cat, lacrosse so you think captain that, that, that energy from middle school kind of like Propel you to like that high school where you like, you know what, man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be out there like for real, like I'm gonna put myself out there. You think no, that energy? No, I still was giving that like that, big yeah, girl yeah. energy with like negative influence, like talking my shit. Like I was like, that's why a lot of people, in a sense, will always say, "Oh, sir, I think she all that," but it wasn't that. Like, I, like Mary J. Blige said something, and I feel like it, it resonates more with me today than it ever did. It's like I'm not cocky, I'm not confident, I'm sure, mm-hmm. like I'm oh. sure in who I am, mm-hmm. and a lot of times people don't understand that and I've always been that person so it's like I dealt with a lot of young women that were dealing with insecurities within themselves so here I am a young woman with flaring energy I walk confident I don't like when I come into a room like my energy is felt whether I gotta open my mouth or not and it's like a lot of people when you're young when you're not familiar with that type of young woman I would say persona like you feel like oh this bitch thinks she she the shit this bitch thinks she better than us (laughs) and it wasn't that case like I was really sure back then and even sure now that like I was gonna make it in life mm-hmm. like when my mentor sat me down and she said Sarai you can take this energy and become a better person I took that and I ran with it and I capitalized on it um I was the first ever um I got I got this award sponsored by Under Armour as the inaugural inaugural youth leadership award winner. Wow. So it's like that I wasn't doing shit on no little scale. Like I was starting clubs. I started mm-hmm. the first club Creole at my high school to impact and yeah. push the Haitian narrative to allow Haitian people to embrace who embrace they are. Them, yeah. Like like everything that I've done in high school was to prepare me on who I was going to be in the real world. Mm-hmm. So if I knew if I made impact enough in my high school, even to this day, they still calling me to do um, like certain things to speak about my experience to impact young people. So that's what I want to do. I wanted to be, I want to stamp myself. Yeah, so yeah. middle school empowered that high school. I feel like I made a statement. Okay. Wait, in, in regards to like that notion where you change from middle school and then like still being that it girl, going into high school what made you kind of open up to accepting a mentor when you still had that attitude and that Mm -hmm. aroma like what made you kind of say okay I need a I need a mentor I need someone to kind of get me to that other side what what kind of changed that it wasn't me it was her she found me like she found me and she like I don't even know what a mentor was at that time yeah like so it's like um, she found me and she pulled me into her office because I got into a fight so I was just in there waiting to get um, get suspended so I didn't really know her we didn't have that relationship like she just was one of those people that came and talked to me yeah because I had joined um, this organization called um, SLC which is Student Leadership Council and she was over it but me and her never had a relationship. I was just trying to, you know, like I've always been a leader, so I've always tried. But sometimes when you're battling with two different types of demons, it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, you could be trying, yeah. but you know that 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 side of you want to keep come yes. out. So she found me. <laughs> Go ahead. 
was about no, to say no, something. No, no, yeah, no, she ahead. found me and she was like, yo, you can, you're better than this, dude. Take this, mm-hmm. take this opportunity and come back next year and be a better version of yourself. Yeah. So like I didn't know I needed a mentor. Mentor, like I feel like God placed her in my life because I knew that I always knew I was going to be great. But it's the how. I never mm, knew how it was yeah, going to be great. Yeah. I just knew I was going to be great. So she took a piece of leadership in me. It's like, I don't know if you guys ever watched that um, that Transformers. Yeah. Yes. Um, Optimus Prime is born with a matrix of leadership. Mm-hmm. So no matter where he he is, He's like going, he is yeah. he is a leader. leader. And it's like, that's how yeah. I feel, bro. Like, <laughs> that's a word. That's, that's a word. That was yeah, the best. Real shit like Optimus Prime was born with, with that's that's the best with the matrix of right leadership. Yeah, so it it's like when you're born with with the ability to be a leader, it's like yeah. you're gonna be a leader whether you're leading people to 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 the end of their death yeah. or you're gonna lead them into the valley. So that's who I was. So when mm. she seen that, she called that out of me. And sometimes like I'm really I'm really big in my faith right now, but I feel like at that moment it was God using her to say you must preserve my daughter mm. because if she ever if she if she stays this course and gets to see a glimpse of who she can be yeah. on this level, yeah. I can only imagine if I continue to bless her on this level, who she become. But it was, I feel like that's what it really was. It was like God seeing that. It was like, if she continues on this path, she's going to go down a path that like it could end her destiny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm going to place it into this lady to see something in her, to call it out. Because sometimes yeah. you got to call people out. Yeah. Like I rem- like I, I, my friends could tell you, I'm the type of person, like when I see potential and I see greatness, I will call you out. I would say, get off that job. And I'll, I'll mm. call you every day. Yeah. It's like, yo, I need you to quit. Like, my homegirl, um, shout out to Tachi's Touch Experience. She can oh, tell you that. Like, like I, I remember 2021, she hated it, but I literally called her the first year, um, the first month of 2021, and I said, I need you to quit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need you to quit because mm-hmm. if you do not quit, you're going to get complacent yeah. and you're not going to be able to fully see what God has in store for you. But I feel like that's the same thing that... Curtisa Vanderpool did for me. She was like, I need you to quit. Yeah. I need whatever path that you're going, whatever you're doing, mm-hmm. I need you to stop today because who you are called to be, I need you for student leadership. I need you for junior mm-hmm. class president. Yeah, I need you for Club right Creole. I need you for Captain of Lacrosse. I need you for Dazzling. I, I could go like the list can go on. Like mm-hmm. I need I need you. Yeah. So it's like having that mentor at that young age transition my life because she preserved me from a lot of stuff that young woman was doing at the time. Yeah. That if I would have kept on going, I probably would have been exposed to. Yeah, yeah. So, so I, I didn't know I needed. A mentor, a mentor, no, she. That I need <laughs> did, her. Did. So, now, so, 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 going through all this, because I, I realize leaders before they become leaders are rebels, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're rebels. So, how was your parents dealing with that? That, like, you know, like as far My as like, just, cried. Yeah, like, like I remember, like my dad would come to. I never forget, like he came to t- parents teachers conference, and I used to get like disrespectful notes yeah. on. Like they used to call my parents every day. Like my dad would cry, my mom would cry. Mm. Like they felt like they was booking. My family would beat up my mom. It's like, okay, yeah. like, like, did that, did that create anything like that, like insecurities or anything insecurities like that? Insecurities within who? Within you, like just not, no. not, not being, not feeling like you're making your parents or your family oh, proud. Yeah. I ain't give a fuck. 
<laughs> Honestly, so you was like true rebel. I was true, true rebel. rebel. Yeah. It's like my parents would bat when I'm outside. They miss you, man. Like, oh, I, I, bro, yeah. I come. Like, I'm talking. About my dad would beat my ass. Like, since you on these like, like at this point, it's like there was nothing they could do. But it wasn't until a person. I'm gonna tell you, it wasn't until um Miss Vanderpool looked at me and she mm. said, "I see you." Mm. My parents didn't see me. Oh, mm, okay. okay. My parents seen this image that they had in their head of me. Mm. They compared me to other yeah. children. That's they a lot of Haitian me, parents. Yeah, do. yeah. You can say they made me feel like I wasn't good enough. You, and not, and it's not their fault. They just wanted better for me. Yes. But when Cortisa Vanderpool looked at me and she said, "I see you. Yeah. I want you to be great. You have the capabilities." That's when my life changed yeah. because she didn't care that I was rebellion. She didn't care that I got suspended every year up until tenth mm. grade. She didn't care about none of that. What she cared about was I want to impact this girl life from this day forward this and day. on. Yeah, yeah, everything yeah. else that she did didn't matter. My parents mm-hmm. didn't see it that way. Mm-hmm. So yeah, their see, approach was different. Their yeah. approach was different. Their approach was bye bye phone. Their approach was take my phone. Yeah, Her yeah, approach yeah, yeah. was okay. This is your issue. Like you have anger issues. Let's get you a counselor. Mm-hmm. You 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 can't you Resources. can't you can't be able to balance. Okay, let's do this. Hey, okay, like let you let, let's meet every week. Like we every year we had like a mantra so that we that regardless if I was to take a step back, I still be reminded of that mantra. Yeah. So she did what. She did what I needed at that moment. You get what I'm saying? And yeah. it's like my parents were parents. Yeah. So it's like who I was in the house wasn't who I was. Like in the house, I was Sarai. Mm-hmm. At school, I was Sarai. Sarai. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So it's yeah. like my parents didn't have those resources to pour in me the way that I needed. But what I can say that they gave me was some levogil. They gave yeah. me some baton and they restrained me from doing a lot of things. And I appreciate that because if my parents was to allow me to do a lot of things that some of these young women that I know were doing back in the day, mm-hmm. it was like I would have. Bro, not fini. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause it's yeah. like, and I wouldn't say fini, but it would have been like one of those things like I wouldn't be me. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. to 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 wrap it up. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I like how you said that because that's one of the things that um that's one of the insecurities I still have as far as like just not feeling like I'm like, you know, all that because my parents, like literally my parents compare me like from birth to like you know, probably older, when, I, yeah. when, I, when I got married, that, oh, you know, I want you to be like this. I want you to be a doctor. It's X. like, oh, but my my friend's, you know, my friend's uh, uh, son is a doctor, is an engineer. It's like, bro, that's not what I want to do. do. You know, you know what I'm saying? saying? So but, I feel that. But with me, like, my parents, like, when like, I'm, I'm, I lost my mom in 2018. And when I lost my mom in 2018, what transitioned for me, like, I really didn't have an I don't give a fuck attitude. And you can attest to that. Like, yeah. I cut off my family. Yeah. Wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. Let, let's let's dive in a little bit deeper on that aspect. You said 2018. What what happened with your mom? Um, my and mom. Rest in peace, by the way. Yeah, my mom passed away with um epilepsy. So mm-hmm. she she ended up passing away in the middle of in the middle of the night because like she ended up suffocating. Like when you have yeah. epilepsy, you can't have a lot of stuff around you because you either could swallow your tongue, like you can like lose breath. Like so, she ended up suffocating on her own um her own saliva and tongue, and she ended up passing away. But yeah, so that was a really hard transition in my life because in that moment, it's like life stopped. Mm-hmm. Like life completely stopped because I'm in school. Like I'm like me. And my mom had a great like. Yeah. When I mean like that was my girl. Yeah. Like that was my everything. Like, like I, sisters. Like like for real. Like, <laughs> like my family could say like my mom. Like we like we run like we was. At, I remember 16 years old. I'm running. Me and my mom running behind each other in the house playing. Like that was my role girl. So when she passed away, like that did some that shit fucked me up a little bit. 
And go ahead. What What were you doing like before, like right before that? Were you still doing as far as hanging out with those girls? No, no. By that, that time, I was already like leader, like pivot, so you a had pillar all of the these... community accolades. Like mm. I ended up getting a billboard or on like Silver Star. Like my mom was yeah, proud. Like so you give us like I, I was accomplished by the time my mom yeah. passed so she's away. She seen all that. She seen all that. Okay, I wasn't good. in no like no. Nah, I was what I like when I met Miss Vanderpool. She changed my life. Like like I told you, like I won a a, a, a national award sponsored by unlike my mom got to witness all of yeah. that so when she passed away she didn't pass away like a sorrowful mom like oh my god when they all and, yeah, you know, yeah, nah, yeah, nah, yeah. Nah. she 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 passed away proud you know what i'm saying at least from my perception but when she passed away it changed my life but what i grew into after that like i came i became a beast mm-hmm. like it was like the year after my mom passed i was on do you think that was a mask though? Do you think that was like in a way where it was like, you know what, it's so yeah. fucking painful. It's so fucking painful. I'm going to be great. This. Yeah, that, that was my mindset. It's mm-hmm. so fucking painful. I'm in so much pain. I, I can't scream at the top of my lungs. I lost my mom. I don't I don't know how to voice this. I, yeah. I didn't go to therapy, but I'm going to be fucking great. I'm going to use this pain mm-hmm. to channel some crazy shit. And I did. But at the same time, like I gained an I don't give a fuck attitude. Like my, my dad could tell you, like, I cut him off. I cut my family off. I ain't talking to nobody. Mm, yes, like yeah. I, I moved out the house. Like I was on some fuck them. Yeah, Wait, yeah. was it because that... Because of the the situation with your mom, that you had that in you, or no, nah, it's it like gradually? they try, they it, it gradually happened, and my family tried to tell me what to do. Like mm. they tried to tell me, oh, did it, did it did it make it seem like it was your fault that your mom no. died? Okay, my mom yeah. died from from natural oh. causes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but yeah. it's like as far as like you know like criticizing you or how how, how you was nah, as a child. Yeah, no, nah, I don't think that's what it was. Like they yeah. couldn't. But then again, if they did, I did not give a fuck. And to yeah. this day, if they could, I really don't give a fuck. Yeah. But it was like, I just grew that mentality because it's like, I think my family caused me to block out public opinion because it was just a lot of noise. Yeah. Mm. It was yeah, it a was. lot of noise. It was a Sarai, you should do this. Like I ended up dropping out of college to become a full-time trade. Like my dad hated that. Like my family felt like I was dumb for moving out of my, mm. my, my parents' mm-hmm. house. They said I wouldn't make it because I'm like, you're out here. But it was just a whole bunch of this, this, Sarai, this, Sarai, you shouldn't do this. Sarai, you're not going to do this. Sarai, you're not going to make it. Sarai, 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 Sarai. I said, fuck them. Wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> Were you already kind of close to your family or was it just your, you and your mom and your dad type vibe? Yeah, it was me and my mom and my dad type vibe, but I had a close relationship with like my aunt yeah. and my grandma. So yeah. was that hard? And I had a close relationship with my cousins too. Yeah. Was it hard to what? like be in that stature of like F them like were no so how was it easy for you like why was it because of the way they were talking my mom passed away that when my mom passed away all the tat like nope everybody could have gone yeah Dang. Like, I lost the most valuable part of me. Like, my best friend. I lost, like, my pillar. I lost my strength. I lost my force. I lost my advocate. I lost a a huge part of me. So when she left, I didn't give a fuck about nobody else. Mm. I didn't give a fuck how my family felt. I didn't give a fuck how my dad felt. Like, I was ready to go. Mm -hmm. But I feel like that was one of the greatest decisions of my life. Like, when I decided to move out of my mom's and my dad's house and go tackle the world on my own, I learned the worldview from Sarai's point of view. Not what my dad tried to shelter me from. Not what my mom tried to push me towards. Mm-hmm. Not what my family tried to project on me. Like, I learned who I need to be and who I wanted to be when I decided to not be under the roof that sheltered me and protected me and put so much values in me and all that stuff. Like, I decided to start on a clean canvas and build myself up. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So, so I was watching an uh, interview and you was talking about that and um, um, so I want you to talk about the process of um, 
you know, you grinding and stuff like that. And then the other process of you thinking about taking your life and then also just, uh, just the process of just finding that therapist. So I kind of want you to kind of like talk about that gradually from, um, just your, your grinding. And then from, from that. Bro, grinding so hard at a young age, I was burnt out. Yeah, that's real. I literally remember telling my mentor, I said, I'm tired. Mm-hmm. I, I should not be this tired. Like, I'm going 110 miles per hour. Like, I was, like, at the time of my mind, I was doing trading. I was doing radio. I yeah. had I had a nonprofit. I was hosting. Like, bro, I was I was doing a lot. Yes, yeah. I was outside. Like, I was at every event. Every, yes, every, yes, everything. Like, bro, I was, I was like, like, bro, my mind was like 110. And I felt like, bro, I, I, I can't find my mind. I can't fuck my mom. I can't mm-hmm. fuck myself. I can't fuck my mom. I can't fuck myself. Like, I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to put this person in position. I got to mm-hmm. go hard. I got to have a female trader group. I got to, I got to, I got to. And, and it was like, I got to be done. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. 2021 was, I got to be done year. Yeah. Like, 2021 was what transitioned my whole entire life. 2021 was the year that I learned so much. Like I thought, like I thought I knew shit. I ain't no shit till yeah. 2021 came because it's like I grind so hard. Like for me, I'm a trader. So for people that know, like my dream has always been to open up an investment fund. Mm-hmm. So it's like everything that I did from starting a group to 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 building up a list of investors to everything that I had going on. Like every everything came up to this moment. Like I bought an office. Yeah. In 2020, a big office, a big, big ass big office. This big. I bought a big ass, like young girl, probably one of the youngest tenants, have the biggest office on the fucking block. Who could stop me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unstoppable. And so I, I think towards the end of 2020, I had about like four hundred thousand dollars in my bank account. Like this on some transparency shit. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. like when I got to talk, like when people used to say, "Oh, Sarah, I think she all that." Well, like, Sarah knew she was all that because <laughs> yeah. everything I did, I could have backed the fuck up. Yeah. Like if I said I was up, I was up. Like I threw a whole fucking party, and people that seen, like I had like two thousand ones cash throwing it on myself. Mm. Like, I felt like I was at the peak of success. I felt like no one could stop me. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was the shit. I felt like, bro, this is the brink between six figures to seven figures. Like mm-hmm. I was on a roll. Mm-hmm. Then t- 2021 came. Yeah. 2021 came and I lost everything. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Like, when I mean everything, mm-hmm. I lost everything. I lost my name. I lost my, not, I didn't lose my business, but you get what I'm saying. I lost mm-hmm. my clients. Yeah. yeah, I put a pause on my group. I lost myself. I lost friends. Like mm. I lost. Mm. Like I remember going and being in such a state of depression. Like I didn't leave my house. Like I was living in downtown. Like I stayed in my house for damn near two months. Sheesh. Depressed. I think you even de- didn't you delete or close your IG or something? Yeah, yeah. like delete. delete like off. Yeah. I noticed. I noticed. I noticed that, bro. Like I'm really like conscientious about people that I'm like around, bro. Yeah. I noticed that. Like I was off of social media for like three, four months. Like yeah. I was afraid because I didn't get to. I didn't get to fail silently. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that's not only that. As a leader, you can't. You get what I'm saying? No. As a leader, you're, yeah. you're not giving that grace. Yeah. No, so not. I, not only I didn't get to fail silently, I had to fail publicly. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So that means everybody in there. 
her mother yep, was like that. in in my business trying mm-hmm. to figure out what the fuck's going on, talking yeah. shit, yeah. um, belittling my name, mm. calling me a failure, a fuck up. Oh, I knew she oh, wasn't scammer. gonna make it. Oh, she a scammer. Oh, I knew like, and I'm like, and I'm just sitting there stunned. I am in so much disbelief. Mm. I built like there's a like, and it's not even on no cocky shit. Like a lot of people, I put them in position. A lot of people, I pushed them out of one of their like I pushed them out of I would say their complacency area mm. zone in their life. I'm pretty sure like, there was nowhere, bro. Yeah, there was nowhere near when you was going down, bro. And it's like I went through fires with people. And when I went through my fire, everybody backed the fuck up and watched the smoke hit the fan. Mm. Like I failed. Yeah. Like, I failed. Like, I put $40,000 into an office and failed. I built a list of investors and failed. I built a group and I failed. Like, I, the list can go on. I failed. Hmm. What what triggered that that momentum loss? Like what what was it right when twenty twenty one? No, I lost a lot of money graduate? in the market. Like I lost. Yeah, that is ruthless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nah, like I think, like I lost about like six figures going on seven figures in twenty twenty one. Yeah, wow, it's like that. Like shit that that people commit suicide off of facts, mm-hmm. facts. Like that. Like I like I went below zero. Like I, and then I was so shocked because I'm like. I lost. But, it wasn't like no random person yeah, lost. Yeah, it was yeah. it was me. Now going through that, did you know you 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 failed? Like did you was cognitive because you know you get yeah. to a point where how would you not know you failed? No, because like you could get to a point where like like you just block it out, right? How? How could wow. I block yeah. it out? Yeah, how could you block, you block out? out like living in a high rise, having five hundred, four hundred thousand dollars in a bank account yeah. to losing everything? Like you, how could you block that out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How could you block out not being able to leave your house? People talking about you, people saying that oh you a fuck up, you a scammer, mm. you ain't gonna make it. Like I knew you was fraud. Like how how did you how could you block that out? Like yeah. I couldn't even go on social media because I was so afraid. I was so in my head that somebody would come and ask me. Yeah. I was so I was so afraid that oh my god I'd be in a position where I have to be transparent and it's like yeah I didn't want to ask you like I went through so much and it's like I I couldn't even be honest I couldn't be honest with my clients I couldn't be honest with my group because I wasn't being honest with myself Mm -hmm. like and I realized like I put on this big persona like I was the female trader I was Sarai the MC. Yeah. I was Sarai Antoine. How could she fail? Hell, yeah. And I fell into a cave of, I went through imposter syndrome. I went through high functioning depression. I went through like whatever you could think somebody went through. Yeah. I went through, I went mm. through wanting to commit suicide. Like this is some real shit. Like this is my real life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is not a, I get to pick snooze mm. and I go back and I'm living some, oh, I just get to take off the coat and I get to go back. Like this was me. I was exposed. I was naked. Mm. I was vulnerable. I was like at the lowest of my life. Mm. And it's like, once you hit rock bottom, you know how hard it is to get up? Oh, yeah. I'm talking about rock bottom. You crippled when you got to turn nothing into something. Mm. And imagine you built that for three years. I built my, like, I was sitting in rooms of people that, like, people don't just randomly get to sit with these people. Mm -hmm. Like, these, I'm talking about um, from people that had doctrines and people that had, like, top-notch businesses to people that had value to people like when they snap their fingers life stops mm, yeah that's who i was in like i was in their inner circle mm. 
This young girl, this young Haitian girl, vibrant, making six figures. I'm talking about stupid money that people dream of. I lived it. I had it in my bank account. I felt like I was this close to being a millionaire. And to watch all that gone. Mm. And it came with transparency. I felt like when I was taking, because it don't start off all at once. You start gradually taking losses. You start gradually taking losses and pride comes before the fall. I was too prideful. I didn't know how to ask for help. Mm. I felt like I was, I was the shit. And how could I ask for help? How could I make somebody like tell somebody, oh shit, like, yo, I I got like only a hundred bands left, dude. Like, can you help me? Mm -hmm. Oh shit, I only got... 50, yeah, yeah, can you yeah, help yeah. me? Yeah. I only got 10 bands. Can you help me? Like, yeah. it wasn't that. Like, I watched everything obliterate because I was too prideful to prideful. be transparent. Mm-hmm. I was too prideful to keep it real. I was too prideful to let people around me know what was going on because in my head, I'm like, everybody has this persona. I'm the female trader. Yeah. I'm Sarai the MC. That's facts. I'm Sarai Antoine. This girl can't fail. Right. This girl just bought office. This girl designer. This girl just got traveling. Yeah. How can this girl fail? Yeah. Did your did your circle increase? And when I say increase, I'm talking about in value. Like, oh fuck yeah! Like right. as far as like since you were making these six figures, you had people that were close yeah, friends yeah, six yeah, figures yeah. as well, uh-uh. or no? My friends didn't start hitting the six figures area until I like when I when I took when I hit below zero. Wow. So, so they didn't like, come for it. They no, didn't no, 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 no. I, I didn't say that. Okay. I said, I like, I had people that was making six figures that I could have asked for mm-hmm. help. Mm-hmm. I chose not to. Okay. okay. That's why I, that's why I was asking. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, when people get like up there, they have like, friends I had that people, are up there. If I would have been transparent and say, yo, like, I'm fucked up. They would have like, yeah, yeah, boom, 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 boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay. it's the pride. But then yeah. even my friends, like my my close inner circle, like they weren't in position at the time. It's like everybody was like, you know what I'm saying, on the rise. Like, yeah, like yeah, what yeah. I've accomplished at my age, not a lot of people have done that shit. Still, so still, still have. So my friends were like, my friends that were in position were either my business partners, my clients. So it wasn't my intermediate circle yet. Yeah. yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, my shit, you get my friends money talk. But it's like, but my friends became who I needed them to be. Like the roles reverse. Mm. Yeah. Okay. They, the roles reverse. Mm. Who I was to them, they became to me. Mm. If you get what I'm Ooh, saying. That's that's so it's like, um, yeah. So I had people that could have helped me. I had people that could have saved me. Like it was pride. Mm-hmm. It was, a, I'm not going to tell my clients I'm fucking up. Yeah. I'm not going to tell my group I'm fucking up. Yeah. I'm not even going to tell my friends I'm fucking up. Why would I? And this was going on for how long? Um, this was probably a couple months before everything like, probably a month or two before everything hit the fan. Yeah. <laughs> and when did you know that it's done? Like, I mean, as far as like, I never consci- knew. as far as your self-conscious, like I'm, I want to take my life. Like, where did that moment happen? Was it literally seeing that market where zero nah. was on or what? It was when I started getting calls, some horrendous calls about mm. what was going on. What do you mean? Was it like, like threats clientele? Just- it wasn't even threats. That's NDA. That, that. <laughs> oh, I was going to pull out the NDA, NDA call. NDA. Yeah, we hit it. <laughs> the NDA has now entered the um I'll go with the NDA back. has now entered the, the conversation. Nah, 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 nah. But it wasn't nothing like like I said, it was horrendous. It's like I can't, it's not nothing I really want to get into too much detail in. But it was just like a Sarah, like I heard you lost everything. Sarah, I heard you mm. like it was like, like little calls like that. Like everything else was like, okay, cool. But little calls like that, it was like, damn, like in my head, I'm like, the world knows. Mm. 
Like the world knows. Yeah. So when everyone else found out, that's when it kind of like yeah. Because mm. if, if I would have, if you would have, if I would have found him privately, you wouldn't know. Like nobody yeah. would know. Yeah. If yeah. I would have found him privately, you wouldn't know what all social media. Yeah. That's deep. If I would have felt him, if I would have felt privately, I would have been good. I would have yeah. still been able to be Sir Antoine, still mm. the female trader. Like nobody, like life would have been smooth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I felt privately. Yeah. Yeah. But when you're like building what? something, I was building an investment fund. Yeah. Right. When that, you're building something, people. when you're building something of that nature, like I didn't know at the time, like that shit takes a lot. I don't know if you could ever watch a show called Billions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, Bobby Axelrod. I was on some Bobby Axelrod shit mm-hmm. in the O. In the O. And people didn't even know. Like I was on some <laughs> no, like real deal, like Bobby Axelrod shit. Like, like it was, it was on some elite shit. So it's like, if you know, you know, if it was in the inner circle, you was in the circle. But it's like once that inner circle found out and they were angry, the world knew. Mm. Before we get into the downfall. What what did it look like up there? Because I know there's a lot of people that are itchy. Yeah, is yeah, it yeah. right? Yeah, it yeah. is. <laughs> what, what, what was it like looking at 400, you know, yeah, thousand, like, you know what I'm That shit was, I was, I, like, I felt like I made it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because people don't understand, and this is why I stand on that. I never, like, the reason why I could walk in any room mm-hmm. and still be me, whether you talk shit about me or not, whether you say hormonous things about me or not, is mm-hmm. because when I come through, you shut the fuck up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Period. Yeah. Wait, is that in a like a? I know you per, on a personal level, but people that are listening, watching, are you coming from it as a like a evil like demeanor or your energy is just that energy? Energy. Because yeah. it's like if you're energy. talking shit about me in the no, group chat, I'm not gonna lie. Like when she, if we have like a family reunion. Everybody know when Sarai walks in. <laughs> everybody. I'm talking about like the neighbors, everybody. Bro. Like my so. family called me the celebrity of the family. Not facts. I'm talking <laughs> but, about. But it's like when I'm not even on the evil demeanor because I'm not like I'm a I, like I'm a loving person. Like facts. I, I really want to see people like to see people win. I can contest to that. Yeah, like yeah. G shit. So it's like, but when I say when I walk into the room, you shut the fuck up. Is because like everybody that ever talked shit about me ain't never said that shit to my face. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Wait, yeah. why you think, why you think that is? They like, can't. What are you gonna say? Yeah, yeah. Like what? What? what you're, I'm gonna. You're gonna say, "Damn, this bitch thinks she all that. Damn, this bitch is a fuck all that." Then I come through. Then you smile, or you look, and I look, and I keep going. Yeah. Wait, do you ever confront it, or you think for what? Mm. Energy. Like if you gotta speak behind my back, your energy is here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. everybody that knows me, whether whether I like you or not, I'm respectful. Mm-hmm. I, I respect you. I respect principle. Mm-hmm. That's me. Okay. Oh, yeah. Let's get up. Sorry. Like I'm respectful. Like I respect principle. I respect people. Mm-hmm. So it's like, regardless whether I don't like you or not, I respect you because you want to know why? Because I want to be in a position. Leadership is not about being liked. Mm-hmm. Leadership is about being trusted. Yeah, That's true. Yeah. I want and if I'm ever if God was to ever trust me and you were to come into my face and I knew that you talk shit about me, mm-hmm. I will still bless you. Yeah. I would still be okay That's with that. I, yeah. I, I Brave still, energy right I still would be able to Okay you say You know what You want to be in position here Because I'm a type of person I don't care about Low level energy mm-hmm. there's, there's only certain people That can have conversations With me Across the board yeah. And I'm not even talking About on no cocky shit Like I put in work To become this person mm-hmm. I put in work To be able to Go and get an office Kirkman Biggest I, I put in work To be able to have yeah. Clients and investors Trust me I put in work mm-hmm. So it's like when all that shit was stripped, what you think that did to me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like you think I'm you think I got all this shit going on and I'm worrying about a bitch that said, Sir, I think she all that. No, 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 no. You think And it's I'm, a lot of that in Orlando. 
And, and you yeah. think I'm worrying about, oh shit, like damn. So like, I feel like sometimes females purposely try to beef with me just mm. so they can have conversation. Like I'm beefing with Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Clout like, like chasing. chasing type yeah. shit. Yeah. Like, small, small, small example. Like I went on a whole Instagram spring mm. free in my Instagram. Like I only follow certain people yeah. and people will think it's about them. No, it's about the content that you're producing. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I don't want to see the shit that you post. Wait, wait. Yeah. Side note, you follow us? Yeah, I, I think I do. I'll follow y'all after this if I don't. But yeah, so it's like, so it's like when, 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 so all that stuff like that was going on or whatever the case may be, like that's where I was. I was, I, I wanted to still be trusted mm. because like you can't almost hit a million dollars and go to zero and can't get it back. Mm. Yeah. You can't, you can't, you can't grind your way. Or even if you was faking it, even if I was faking it till I make it, you can't fake it till you make it that hard yeah. and not be able to get it back. That's right. That's right. Yo, if y'all listen to this right now, man, y'all, y'all gotta watch a YouTube video because her, her, her body language. Like, bro, this is, this is some real shit. And that's, and I always kept that same energy. So it's like, like I'm, I'm a different type of breed because I know the greatness that I have in me. I'm, I'm a, I'm great. You are. And I say that because I'm sure. And it's not even on no, oh my God, like because I like I I fell. Like I don't like fe- Kanye. I was I've been watching Kanye documentary, oh, yeah. right? Ooh, talk, that man, talk. And but even before Kanye, I'm talking about like Kanye made it. Kanye was $53 million in debt. Yeah, he yeah. is now the richest black man in the United States. Yes, put some is. respect on my man, yes, put some is. respect on Kanye's name. Yeah. So now let me use Sarah. Sarah lost a million dollars. Cool. Sarah still Sarah. You could take the clothes. You could take the office. You could take everything. What's in here mm. is, oh, yeah. is internal. You can't, take you, can't right. take you can't take my personality. You can't take my vibe. You can't take yeah. what I know. You can't take that away from me. You can take everything else. You can take the because um, reputation is about what people think about you. Character is about who you are. Yeah. Yeah. Et talks about that all the time. Et yeah. man, like you could take everything from him, and you yeah. can he can still. It's like any any person that's wealthy. Yeah, you can every, strip it away, and every still person wealthy. that's been wealthy has been through shit. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I didn't realize like now I'm in a space. I was writing my story. I'm writing my story. This podcast is a part of my story. Yeah. My level of transparency is a part of my story. Like I had to be. You know how hard it was. For me to say I lost almost a million dollars, it took me months mm. to be able to say face I, that mirror. to face that mirror that I lost. Mm. You, you know what's like powerful on what you're saying? At what age did you did you lose that? What age? And I, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it full circle for you real quick. In my early twenties, I'm gonna put it that so way. So early twenties, right? <laughs> yeah. you, know, you know, the average American doesn't even see that in their lifetime. The average no. American, if you have four thousand dollars in your bank account, you have more money than fifty percent of the whole entire Talk world. Talk about it. Talk That's about it. If you have four thousand dollars in your bank account, you have more money than fifty percent. Like it's it's a it's fifty percent. Now you yeah. have more money than fifty percent of the whole entire world. And you put some respect on, on my fucking name. You were sitting on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I want to ask you this as far as before we even get to that downfall, what was like the most like shocking thing about that wealthy upper class? Like what was like, dang, like I can't believe this is really real. I'm going to tell you something. Class is not about wealth. Mm. It's about status. Mm. So I could have had a dollar. And if I was, if my status was worth a billion, I would have been a part of the billion circle. I had money back then. I didn't have status. Mm-hmm. Wow. I wasn't a part. Like, this is honest truth that people don't like to admit. Mm-hmm. Like, just because you have money doesn't mean, like, just like, just because, just because you have millions of dollars doesn't mean that your status has now increased. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. there's places that you can't, there's places that you may have money, but you can't even enter mm-hmm. unless you don't have that connection. Status connection. buys you doors and opportunities. Money just buys you opportunity. Yeah. So that was like a wake up call for you on that aspect? Now, now it's a wake up call. 
wake up call because I know I know better. But having wealth, like I had money, but I didn't have wealth. Mm. Like I had money, but I wasn't I wasn't getting invited to these super private social clubs of things like that. I had money and like, yeah, I was making I had more money than people I was around or me and the people that I was around was making similar amount of money. But there was a like we couldn't get ourselves into certain doors. We just had opportunities. We could get up and do whatever we want. Mm. But I realized that I was trying to what I was chasing. I was chasing a dollar sign. Mm. So it's mm. like, yeah, when you're chasing a dollar sign, you get lost. I got lost. Yeah, I negated my faith. I stopped praying to God. When you have money, it, you know it's harder to be a Christian mm-hmm. when everything when you nah, when everything fact. is good. good. Yeah, you know how hard, hard it is to be spiritually inclined when you have money, and it's like when God has called you. I, like God called me. <laughs> I'm a person that's called by God to be a to be a force in the spiritual world, mm. to be a force in the kingdom. And when you negate the calling and you start chasing something else, he said, "Oh, that got your attention. Cool. Man, yeah, he's I'll take that shit down. Away. Let me humble you real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then sometimes the, the the very people that you're doing business with, I had to learn that when it's big, like some some relationships were transactional. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for me, I'm like, oh shit, we all riding now. We cool, but that was a transactional relationship. Mm-hmm. That was a I start. I, I'm gonna keep fucking with you as long as you bringing me money. Yeah, <laughs> that's. And I realized that's not the type of people I want to do business with. Yeah, that's yeah. not the people I want to have as my clientele. I want to impact lives. I want to help young women. I want to help people break out of financial poverty. I want to do that with the force of God because what God opens up, mm-hmm. no man can, can take away. Yeah. yeah, yeah. When God gives you opportunity. No man can take away. So when you ask the greatest thing about that for me, it was about like being able to just give, man. Like I like I was a giver. Like I was buying my friends with like whatever type of what whatever they wanted, they could have got my friends. I was buying yeah, them designer. That. Yeah, yeah. Like, right. I, like I was I was flourishing on trips. I was like giving my yes. friends like like my friends could have like my friends could have they could have picked me up at yeah, that yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, That's true. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Because I I was a giver. She like you know, can see that. People can see that. Too, man. Exactly. Like, yeah. bro, I was a giver. Like, I was a giver. Like, people know that if Sarah ever gives you something, she gives it to you out, out of her heart, yeah. out of her love. And especially if I had it. Like, when I had it, everybody, everybody could have got a piece. Yeah. Like, I was, I was giving out free courses. I was doing all types of crazy shit because I knew that brought me joy. Like, helping people really bring me joy. That's why I wanted to start an investment fund to help people in the black community stop doing certain things and say, hey, come fight with me. Yeah. I got yeah. this skill set. Mm-hmm. Let's work. Let's make money together. Let me do something. Let me, I want to impact women. I don't have, in the last three years, I have taught over 130 plus students how to trade in one of the largest financial markets in the world. Whether they kept on going or not, that's mm-hmm. on them. But I expose you to yeah, the education. To I expo- one of my girls was a single mom, made her first $1,000. One of my wow. students, um, 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 was in stocks because of me had one of the greatest weeks of his life. Like I could go on yeah. because I'm saying like, I'm not saying I haven't done wrong because I have, mm-hmm. there's a lot of mistakes I've made and I hurt a lot of people along the way. Mm-hmm. Like, but I'm open enough and I ask God all the time. I said, God, if you put it in me, allow me to rewrite my wrongs. Mm-hmm. Allow me to re- make it right. Yeah. Because I was immature and I was prideful and I hurt a lot of people. Yeah. Wow. And also I want to um kind of, <laughs> Go off that what you were saying, uh, just being transparent. I, it was hurtful as fuck if you because you didn't come to my wedding. It was hurtful. And um, when you call me and you was explaining to me everything, like I still was mad. 
But it's like understanding like, boy, you went through a lot of shit, right? And it made me kind of um, understand you more. It made me understand where you come from or mm. uh, where, where God is taking you. Yeah. And I kind of want to tell you in your face, like, yeah, I'm proud of you. You know what I'm saying? And, but at that, then, you know, definitely had a hatred in my heart for you. But I'm just glad that, like, I allow myself, my ego to, like, on, like, okay, hold on. Like, I know she didn't come through, but, like, look at what she was going through. I get attested to that, too. You know I, see, I can, see, I'm, I'm really personally invested in people that I mess with. So I can attest to both of that. Yeah, he was really mad, but I, I kind of see exactly what was going on. Yeah. Um, and that kind of opens up the door on your your downfall. Yeah, because it's like I was in the fight of my life. Mm-hmm. So what? So it was a night. Was it a week where you was like, now nah, it's over with. Like I'm done. It was like in a day. Not, not to say it was like the money was already gone. Like, yeah. I didn't yeah. care about like the money. Like, bro, you know how easy. Like, let me tell you, we live in a venture capitalist world. You know how easy it is to get a bag. Like, people don't understand. Like, money. Oh, this is money. We're we're money. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. people are the greatest commodities that the United States of America has. Sucks to them. Sucks so you to think them. I give a fuck about the money? I didn't care about the money. Like, I'm like, bro. If I could have got it once. You could get it again. Reputation. I cannot get that back. Yeah. yeah. That taste. That taste of like my name ring bells in certain rooms. Facts. Mm. Like that I can never get back. That's what hurt. Like that hurt me more mm. than losing the money. I lost my reputation. Mm. Yeah. I lost my value. I lost my doctrine. Like there was nothing that if somebody said, oh, Sarai sent me or Sarai did this. Like it didn't. Yeah. Like I could send somebody to like, I'm talking about even elite people. They valued what I had to say. They trusted me. Mm. When I lost that, I felt like I, that's when I really lost. I didn't care about the money. When I lost that reputation, when I yeah. lost that ability to make shit shake, I was a sh- I, I was a shaker. I moved shit. Yeah. And when that was gone, I felt like that's when I really was like, damn. Yeah, this is it. This is it. Yeah. I didn't feel like I could come back. Were you still prideful at that moment nope. as well? Or were you yeah. trying to reach when out you, to dad, trying to reach out to family? Or you was just my, like... Nah, it was more so like, I was trying to reach out to God. Mm. Like my pastor, shout out to City of Life Ministries, man. Yeah, yeah, shout out. Big my shout pa- out. She's not even up, she got upgraded. My apostle, Apostle Angela, mm. is if I'm still standing here, I'm and, and, and shout out to Esther Venicia, EVD Tax Pro. Yeah, shout out. She, like... I remember being at such a low place. She called me because she was she, like, my, her number wasn't even saved. So I didn't even know it was her at the time. She, she texted me and stuff like that. I remember her calling me one day. She said, God, God put you on my heart. And said, I need to come see you today. Mm-hmm. And she drove to my house and she gave me a Bible and she gave me a book by T.D. Jakes called Why? Because You're Anointed. Mm-hmm. And from that day point, that's when my life changed. Mm-hmm. And she told me that God wants to use you for a testimony far greater than yourself. Mm-hmm. You are called to lead young people. And if, if he could raise you out of this, because of you, young people will run to the kingdom. Mm-hmm. Wow. My apostle sat on the phone. I literally, I'm on the toilet just re- like hours straight reading to me scriptures. My apostle was the first person to really, I, I would get people to tell me little things about what God was trying to do for me. I remember my, my apostle, when I met her, I was trying to be a host at Dream City and she stopped the whole entire interview because I went to interview and she said, you have a million, you have a millionaire anointing over your life. Mm. Right? Mm. You have a millionaire anointing over your life and because of you, women won't have to eat at low places. This is 2019. She said, um, 
no, this is January 6, 2020. Mm-hmm. But I met her in 2019. Mm-hmm. January 6, 2020, she said, because of you, women will have to eat at low places. Like, you have a millionaire anointing over your life, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? So it's a whole bunch. And, like, I just, I started really getting into ministry and stuff like that. And I started getting up and lost my money. But it goes back to my point. Um, where was I? What, what, what was I using this? No, you were talking about you were sitting in the toilet and you was reading. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm sitting on the toilet and I'm reading and stuff like that. And my apostle just telling me like what God, like what people using people in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Yes, using people in the Bible, going scripture to scripture, pulling me out. I'm talking about people up fed like one like one week on their bellies praying for me. Like my, I'm talking about like, I, like I went through a forget the carnal war. I went through a spiritual war. I went through a mental war. Mental war, yeah. Because in the carnal, you can get stuff back. Like you can get money back. Yeah. When your mind is gone, when you don't have the ability to produce, when you have the ability to think, I was gone. Mm-hmm. I told you I suffered with. Like, I was in the house for two months, depressed. Depressed, yeah. Didn't want to do nothing. Mm-hmm. Didn't want to go through nothing. Like, like I have a whole office. Mm-hmm. A whole bunch of shit. But my apostle stayed on that phone and prayed for me. And I watched God do some things, man, in my life. I watched God raise me up. I watched God bring opportunities. I'm talking about people that have access to billion dollars. Bring opportunities to little old me. The girl that lost a million. Uh, I ain't going to say a million. I don't even know how much I lost, but I'm going to say a million. <laughs> the girl that lost a million dollars. Hey, not, not a lot girl, of people can say I lost a million dollars. That's me that lost a hundred mil. I don't yeah. want to get there. But like, I watched people that had opportunities. And I remember, I remember being at church and my, my apostle stopping service. And I was um, literally praising, praising God. And she said, God is ready to blow your mind because he trusted that you could come back. Mm. Ooh. That's big. That's usual yes, right there. Yes, yes. You get what I'm saying? So it's like, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm the downfall shit was cool. Like the downfall, like I, I lived through that. I'm old, like public opinion. I don't care what's my like. I've, I had to let go of public opinion. Mm-hmm. I had to let go of pride. I had to let go of a lot of things because where God was get, getting ready to take me. When they say eyes haven't seen, ears haven't heard, mm-hmm. nor has he put it into the heart of man. I live by that. Mm-hmm. Because I watched God do things like, bro, I was living a movie. Like, if I was, like, I'm telling you surface level stuff. Like, I'm telling you, like, on this, this is surface. Mm-hmm. So imagine, like, if I was to really give you 110% of what I actually went through in the last year. But what I can say is what I've learned through that, I really, I really learned a lot about people. Mm-hmm. I really learned about a lot about business. Mm-hmm. I thought I was doing business. Yeah. I thought I was the shit. I, like, all that was f- fantasies because there's a lot of things that I learned through this process. It's like, once you hit rock bottom, once you don't, you don't go back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's real. You only got to hit like rock bottom will teach you things that mountaintops can't. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's true. So it's like when I was on my pedestal overlooking, I didn't, un- I didn't even understand because I had to learn that I had to understand what it meant to lose a million dollars in order for me to know how to keep a million dollars. That's good. Know how it feels. God had to let me feel it. God had to let me taste success. Mm -hmm. God had to let me understand that this mountaintop is just surface level of where I want to take you. Surface level of what I'm about to do to you. Let me let me let me talk to y'all real quick. Go ahead and preach to them. Go ahead. I don't put my head back because y'all don't understand. Like if in in this journey of entrepreneurship, in this journey of success, people like to tell you to fluff. 
when you choose to be an entrepreneur, when you choose to serve God, when you, you when you choose to be an entrepreneur that serves God, you're 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 calling out for warfare. That's mm-hmm. true. You are calling out for the enemy to come attack you. That's you true. are calling out for shit to go left. You are calling out to fail. You are calling out to be at the light. When you're serving God and when you're trying to be on this chase of success, you gotta stay on your face you gotta you gotta you gotta be praying you gotta be making sure that oh my god whatever i have going on god please bless it because people are wishy-washy with faith Mm. we get into this walk and we get into this into this ministry and we just serve god when it feels good yeah god had to see my posture that if i can walk into a room knowing that people have teared down my name that i can still smile and say hello he had to see my posture. Daughter, how were you when you were on your lowest? What did you do? Mm. Yes. Did you shame me? Did mm. you say, God ain't going to do it? Yeah. Did you say, oh my God, I'll never no. come back? Because that's how I felt in my mind. The enemy tried to trick me and say, I'll never come back. Wow. The enemy tried to tell me that you're a failure. The enemy tried to put it to the hearts of man to make me feel like you're not enough. You're a fuck up. You'll never be able to come back from this. Everything that you thought you were ain't nothing. But they, like, they don't know who my God is. That's true. They and this is know. not even on some, like, because I just started getting this level of faith. But I've seen what it means to have God as your lawyer, as your, as your advocate, as your protector, as, like, your vessel, whatever the case may be. And I learned that this, this journey of entrepreneurship, I'm built for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm built for it because I know how to take every hit, every, 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 every pain, everything that came with it, even trading. I could have gave up trading. Yeah. I got clapped. Yeah. But you know what I did? I came back and I did a whole webinar free boot camp. While all my all my girls in my group busting a thousand dollars, I'm over here like, wow. Because I knew if I continue to pour, God was going to bless You're me. Blessing. So from mm-hmm. April to October. I went, so April, May, June, July, August, September, for seven months, I endured a pain mm-hmm. of defeat. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until October I tried to avoid this meeting with, with this gentleman. And it's like, man, I'm like, man, I don't want to go. I feel like I'm an imposter. Well, I'm, I'm pulling yeah. up. This, this, this is just an elite trader. This is a person like busting $800,000 in a day. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, I ain't going to go. And something told me, I literally, I remember that Sunday, I said, God, if you are who you say you are, I need you to show out. If I, if I, if, if you are, if I, let me know now, because if you are fake, I'll stop believing. But if you are who you say you are, I need you to bust a move now because I am defeated. I am done. Mm-hmm. I have given up. I have like, I, I lost everything. This is the time. And I remember going to that meeting. That's when my life changed. Mm-hmm. That meeting Landed me back a million dollar opportunity. Mm. That meeting gave me a weapon to fight again. Mm. That meeting is going to allow me to do everything that God uh, not only ordained me to do, but what my wildest dreams. Oh, and I mean, eyes haven't seen. Like I'm talking about when me and um and the team be talking, and I be talking to um my business partner. He be telling the minimum that we're supposed to make and all that stuff. And I'm over here like, mm. damn. Damn, this is a girl. Like, and then when they gave me that opportunity, you know, they never seen me trade before. Mm. Wow. They never, I'm talking about, didn't ask to pull up no portfolio, reports. Nothing. No, no portfolio. Nothing. That was God. They landed me an opportunity that is going to blow up my bank account, and they never see me touch a chart. <laughs> mm. 
I sat, I sat in front of this man, vulnerable as can be. But I, I was, I, I, shit, the old me probably would have been too prideful to tell him. Yeah, yeah. The old yeah. me probably would have been like, oh shit, bro, like I'm done. They gave me an opportunity. They didn't even see me work. So it's like everything I've gone through prepared me for what was to come because God had to get rid of everybody mm-hmm. that didn't have pure intentions for me. Yeah, that's and fact. this and and and, and when, when he gets this testimony, only he can get the glory out of it. Yeah, that's true. Like yeah. this, some real shit. Like only he can get the test. Like nobody can say. Like everybody that can say, "Oh, I help Sarah do this." The money's gone. <laughs> Everything is gone. Yeah. Everything is done. Yeah. The only person that can say with whatever that I do from this point on is God. God did it. Yeah. Like that's it. Like this, um, I put on my on that video. What God cannot do does not exist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I say that lightly because it's like some people ain't gonna get it. But like when I, when I mean like when you have Godfidence. There's nowhere That's different. That's different. that you could place your feet and it not be blessed. Mm. Yeah. So it's like this, this entrepreneurship journey, like what I could say that it really taught me was like, bro, you can still be a giant and still get humbled. Mm-hmm. I thought, I, bro, I, there's no way I thought I could go back to below zero. How? I'm too up. How can I go back? <laughs> exactly, exactly. I'm too yeah, up. Yeah, you didn't know I'm what looking over. Like, I don't know what time I told this girl. I said, when people talk shit about me, they go back. They go back to they 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 go back to 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 to, to the hood. I go back to a high rise. <laughs> I pull up to a high rise. I over. That's different. You know what I'm saying? Stop playing crazy. But what I but what I but what I understood was just like like my life ain't for me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm here to impact. Yeah, and um. Also, um, we about to end in a minute. I sucky that I'm gonna end because right. I feel like you guys too many. Um, I want you to open up about your your best friend. Oh um, shit! Yeah, yeah. I want you to because uh, you 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 face a lot of losses and to see that you still got that energy is like crazy. It's baffling. So before we end, I, I was I was not gonna end this damn video about before talking about that. Um, so how's that dealing with it now? Wow. Well, go back into explaining what do you mean by that? What happened to your friend? Um, whoa, wow. This is a lot. <laughs> Take your time. <clears throat> so I know I said in 2018, I lost my mom. Mm-hmm. So that was already hard. And I said, that fucked me up, right? Mm-hmm. So January 24th, my one of my closest friends, my best friend, passed away um, in a car accident. And it was hard. It was really hard because, like, this person was my per Like, she was just at your house, like, yeah, celebrating. She was. Like, this is the person I bring everywhere. Christmas. Like I bring everywhere. Like this was my like this was my person. Like she was one of those people. Like I remember when I was going through my thing. Like she texted me. Um, I, I had took a transition, went to Miami. And she texted me a long paragraph. She said, "Sir, I met the from school. You're built for this shit." I like, this type of person that like she don't even. I don't even gotta say I'm going to war. She already like she all. She, She's she suited and booted. She's suited and booted. Yeah. And it's like losing her. Like it. It. 
it was a lot. Like, even certain days, like, I break down still, you know? Mm-hmm. Because it's like, she was young, but she she had purpose, bro. Like, mm-hmm. she was destined to do some great things in the cleaning industry. I remember when I told her, you know, I, tell you, I, I tell my friends to leave their job. <laughs> so I remember I told her to leave her car. She was working at the chiropractor. And I said, yo, you have a ministry of cleaning. And she looking at me like, the fuck? What you mean? I got, like, I got a gift of cleaning. But I'm talking about like when she cleans, like you you feel different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You come home and you feel different. Like mm. it's not no regular cleaning. Like when we clean, when she clean, it's your house different. is clean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like losing her really. So really, she was trying to work with like Airbnb and everything? Yeah, she was getting Airbnb contracts. Like she she, she was on the verge of about Yo, to make six figures. I don't know if you ever book an Airbnb. The cleaning prices, that'd be the one that'd be killing. But yeah, she was getting Airbnb contracts and all type of shit. But it's like when she passed, life really hit. It hit differently because I was like, who's going to be my person? Mm. Like this death was a little worse than losing my mom. Why you say that? Because... Like, my, my mom is always going to be my mom. You get what I'm saying? But it's yeah. like, my mom wasn't in the trenches with me. Right. Mm. My mom wasn't, like, who, what Drake said, you wasn't shooting with me in the gym. In the gym, yeah. Like, this girl was shooting with me in the gym. Yeah. This girl, call, like, will call me out on my at my lowest and tell me about myself. Mm. Like, I could, she, in her eyes, if I do something wrong in public, she'll, she'll, she'll dead ass vouch for me. And probably she's like, girl, what the fuck? You got me vouching for you out here doing stupid shit like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like, that's who she was. Like, she was such a kind person, a person that was so loving, a person that, like, she would give the shirt off her back to anybody. Mm-hmm. And it's like, when she passed away, it was like, damn. It literally transitioned in and in, 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 in did a whole 360 because it was like, Sarai, like, but you, like, it was like, what am I going to do now? Mm-hmm. Like, who am I going to go to a party with? Who am I going to call to talk about business? Who am I going to call? Like, it was like, it was, I, I feel like I was alone. Mm-hmm. I feel like she left me and I didn't get to say goodbye. Mm. Yeah. Like, we had this thing that we would do. Like, instead of saying, I love you on the phone, like, I'll say one and she'll say two. And it's like... <laughs> She'll call me over and we'll just be in her room watching movies. Or it's like, well, we love hookah. We will always go to the hookah spot. So it's like all that stuff. It's like, I don't have my person anymore, you know? And it's hard, but I just know the type of person she was. Mm-hmm. Like, she, she didn't let me be sappy about my own problems. Yeah. And she used to always have a say. She said, I would, because she was super private. So I asked her, like, hey, what's wrong? What's wrong? And she'd be like, girl, you know, I may not be good, but I'll always be good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a good, good mindset to have. Like that's, that's the title for the day. Yeah, like, yeah. I may not always be good. I may not be good, but I'll always be good. Shit, let me write she, that down. She, she, she used to always say, like, bro, I'm gonna, if I tell somebody my problems, what they going to do for me? Yeah. yeah. What, what is it? Say it again. I'm, um, I may not be good, but I'll always be good. Okay. And it's like... When I watched her transition in that way, I was like, you know what? This this year is is the is the stir year. And we used to have this thing that we'll always do threes, like threefold the game. And that was our thing. And it's like I've, I always see three, three, three now. 
And every time I see 333, it just reminds me of like, she's always going to be here for me. She's mm-hmm. always going to be here with me that her memories will forever live on because she impacted my life mm-hmm. in a different way. So right now, one of the things that we're working on um, is the Sterling Scholarship Foundation. Mm-hmm. Ooh. To really give back and and make her legacy live even longer and just allow people to, you know, just still get impacted through her, you know, so it's like, yeah, it it, death is different. And I'm going to tell people like sometimes when when something bad like that happened, people expect for you to be like, oh, everything's going to be okay. Everything, everything is, is, is working out in God's favor and stuff like that, which it is. But not every pain is meant for you to go out here and change the world. Yeah. Some pain is just meant to be pain. Yeah. Some pain is just meant to hurt. So it's like, I'm not going to sit here and say, oh my God, like because of her, I'm about to, no, because of her, I'm going to sit here, cry, mm-hmm. yeah, grieve. That's part of the process. That's funny because it's like your mom, you had a different reaction. You yeah. learn from that. For real. That's some good shit because like, my mom, you know like saying? I burnt myself out. Yeah. So like, you know, you know, I'm gonna tell you, like the old me, if y'all was gonna have this podcast, no bullshit. I would have came in here suited up. I would have came in here <laughs> makeup. Like, if you know me, you know me. Like, I would have came here makeup. I would have came here like on some like business. Like, bitch, I'm here. But I'm like, we don't need that. We need but I'm just that's just me, you understand? But it's like today I came here as me. Yeah, yeah. Like cool. I got my little everyday Jesus slides we on. Love it, man. I got my job we description, female church. I, I got my win or go big home, <laughs> win or go win big or go home type hat on, and it's just to embrace. Like I don't overcame a lot, and I deserve. Like I felt like after Sterling's death, I gave myself grace. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's good. That's good. I gave myself grace. I gave myself Sarai. So what? Yeah. Yeah. You don't like your friend is no longer here. She don't she can't do no contracts no more. She can't you can't hang out no more. You don't think she would want to have the opportunity to, yeah. to continue living out her life? Yeah. Give yourself grace. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of us don't do that. Yeah, we don't. A lot of us is always on this grind. Mm. Yeah. To forget. And we forget that life is so short. Yeah. That we we we're it stacking is. up to live this particular number. We're stacking up to 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 travel the world. You don't gotta go do. You don't gotta go to Dubai, but you can go to Daytona. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty nice. I though. tell my friends that all the time. That's well, my goal for this year to yeah, be present. To, to be yeah. present, man. Yeah. And a lot I, of people miss out on everything because yeah. they trying to figure out things in the future. And you gotta be present and figure yeah. out a quota and stuff like that. It's like what I've learned in the past, like three years, four years, is that like, bro. There's a sentence that says if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. But sometimes your plan is not always gonna work out. You're mm. gonna pivot. And I feel like we beat ourselves up mm. so much. Like I, be, I beat myself up so much. Mm-hmm. You know when I started giving myself grace? Mm-hmm. Yesterday. Wow. I love it. I love it. I wanna, Yesterday. I want to close out with one final question. And I, it may be a heavy question for you, but I feel like you can handle it. Yeah. Who is Sarai? Sheesh. Based on everything that you've been through yeah. and going through, because it doesn't stop. Who is Sarai? If I could talk about Sarai, what would I say? Sarai is a person that's loving. Yeah. Sarai is a person that's empathetic. Mm. Sarai is a person that loves hard. Sarai is a person that's a go-getter. Sarai is a fighter. Sarai is an overcomer. Sarai is a force. Sarai is a weapon. 
like I like I, I there's so much that I could say, but if I could just sum it all up, I would say hmm. Soraya Shore. Mm. Yo, that's it go. right there. Yeah, <laughs> like Soraya's fucking short. <laughs> that's it. No, nah, but you yeah. can't even say that. So I gotta elaborate on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I gotta go elaborate ahead, on go that. Go ahead, go ahead. Soraya's short, right? And I'm saying that to that underdog. And like I live my life and I hope that my life could be a, a, a testimony to somebody else that's watching, could be a testimony to a person that may that may be going through a, a situation and feel defeated. When I say I am sure, that mm-hmm. mean I am sure in my failures. Mm-hmm. I'm sure in my success. I'm sure in the happy days. I'm sure in the down days. I'm sure when I'm the underdog. I'm sure when I'm the overdog. I'm sure all around because a lot of times we get cornered on the ideology of what somebody else has of us. Mm -hmm. We get cornered in the viewpoint of what somebody else have of us. If you are in this journey of entrepreneurship, if you are in this journey of success, like that, like success is not even the end destination. Success is the process. Yes, it is. Success is the getting cut up and getting back up. Success is the getting shot up and getting back up. Like success is like you got you, you, everybody shooting so many ideas at what you need to be, but you're showing up at this is who I want to be. Like, and this, and, and this, I guess, spiel or, or, or me speaking is to that young girl that is not always chosen or is always pick. I watch myself climb up out of this situation and I'm still enduring it. It's mm-hmm. still a process. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You don't just, there's, uh, there's dudes. I still gotta, I still gotta feel there's people yes. I still gotta make. Right. Yeah. But what I can say is that the moment that you allow yourself to quit, then mm-hmm. you have now set yourself back. Yes. Because it's so easy to quit. Yeah. But when you have God on your side, you'll throw, you'll throw, you'll throw the towel out and he'll throw it back at you. Yeah. Because yeah. a lot of us, like we are vessels to mm-hmm. the kingdom. Yep. Somebody needs you to get off whatever you're doing and go chase your purpose because without you, they will die. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. Somebody needs you to do that business plan. Somebody, if Jeff Bezos did not fully go 100% full throttle in Amazon, a lot of people, millions of people would not have a job. Millions of people now would not be able to feed themselves. If Elon Musk stopped at um, Tesla when it was blowing up, yep. people wouldn't want to get, like Hyundai's got electric cars now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, so it just shows you, like we are attached to something far greater than ourselves. Like your belly, like it's, it's has to birth. And I don't even know who I'm speaking to. So if you're listening, this is for you. Like whatever you, that you're scared to birth, 2022 is that season. I buried my best friend. Mm-hmm. I buried my mom. Mm-hmm. I almost buried my vision. Mm. Yourself. Yeah. I almost buried my, yeah, I almost buried myself. I almost buried my dreams. But if I was to bury my dreams, there is somebody right now that's waiting for Sarai yeah. to become somebody. So they can do something. Yeah. Talk about you got to make space. And I feel like, I feel like if you're talking about a word, that's the word. Make space. Yeah. Move to the next level. Elevate yourself. Get committed. Get disciplined. Fall in love with the process because when it fully births and it comes to um, um, fruition to what it can be, the lives that you are going to change, the lives I'm attached to right now, Fonzo. Yeah. I remember you came spilling and, and this is so off topic. I remember you came speaking to us in an Elevate class and you talked about how you lost your sister. Mm. Yeah. 
and you talked about what that did to you. Yeah. And how you transition. I don't know what you're birthing. I don't know what's next. I don't know what God is telling you to go after. But this is like, I'm like, this is, I'm, this is so off topic, but I'm like, yeah. this is for you. Like, we go for it. Cause so many people is attached to you. I watch you and Jim Mack and do this, do this, um, um, a hundred day motivation <laughs> thing, <laughs> what, whatever, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. And you annoyed. don't even know probably you don't, no, know. you don't even know that people's watching. Yeah, exactly, I was annoying them more. Exactly. Then you get what I'm saying? It's like, <laughs> go, go after that. Yes, sir. Cause he needs you. That's real. If you follow, if you fell off your post, if you fell off your spiritual wave, yeah. if, if if you took a step back, like people need you to get back in position. I appreciate that because there's there's a voice of like I remember um a prophet told me one time um like back in January he said you have a voice of declaration you have a voice of declaration mm. when you speak people listen yeah when you come into the room your energy is felt when you go places people like there's there's conferences there's groups of men there's groups of women that is waiting for you to get back into position so you can call them off of whatever that they like so you can pull them out of whatever they at people need you I receive that for real for real I receive that so yeah. I said <laughs> yeah 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 hold on now. we got like two minutes before we end right so I want to do this quick game you got to be quick with it right quick with it quick with it sand or snow snow dogs or cat cat nine in or nine out nine in <laughs> coffee or tea tea <laughs> Okay. Netflix or Hulu? Hulu. Okay. <laughs> Sunrise or sunset? Sunrise. iPhone or Android? iPhone. Let me jump in. <laughs> Rich friend or loyal friend? Shit, that's hard. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's good. Cause that's it makes on the topic. Yeah, like rich friend or loyal friend? Loyal friend. Because you can turn a loyal friend into a rich friend. Okay. Hey, there we go. All right. Traveler or driver? Traveler. Mm, tablet or computer? Computer. Blue or red? Blue. Train or plane? Huh? Train or plane? Plane. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got and one. I got one. I got one. Jay-Z or Kanye? Kanye. Wait, wait. How, how can they contact you or reaching or get in contact with you? Um, you can't. There we go. That's it. Like this, like, <laughs> real like real shit. Like I'm, I'm. You can follow me. I am Sarai Antoine, and the little piece that you get from there, I hope that you get transformed. But I'm not in a space of 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 extra energy in my life right now. Mm. Like I'm in, I'm in a space of limited accessibility. Limited. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm, I'm chasing something far greater than myself. I'm fighting something far greater than myself. So it's just like. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But listen, man, we appreciate you. Uh, see, we didn't really talk about like what you do, but we didn't. Oh, but that's I not the didn't. Goal. Oh my but god! But that's not the goal, though. The goal yeah. was really just for you to like open up and then like to see Sarai. Yeah. And I think definitely all fans gonna definitely see who you are for us. So yeah. I'm excited. I hope I hope you guys really take this. I, I try to be as transparent as possible. Yeah. Because it's like a lot of people like haven't. A lot of people don't know me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I feel like you've learned, realized, yeah. you, you've, you've learned a lot of, you've learned a lot about me more in this interview than you probably learned in my whole life. And we're cousins. Definitely. Damn. That's fact. Definitely. So That's exactly why I wanted you to come. So it's That's like. Good. And for That's me, I had to open up about how I feel. Yeah. yeah. That's, That's like, refreshing. Suit. That's yeah. refreshing. Yeah. yeah. That, um, when you had opened up, that was like a therapy. And that's the main purpose of this podcast. Yeah. We want people to come in and express themselves. And like for you, like you talking about all those things, I, I had goosebumps. I was like, dang. 
She went through a lot, and I, I and I hope that today wasn't just an interview. Today was just a release mm. from what you went through, and yeah. you you see that yourself, and you talking about it yourself, and now you. Now you, I hope that brings something. You said some do real shit. This is the first time I've ever really been this open. Like, so yeah. it's like I'm, hey, that's I was, the goal. yeah, I was a hundred percent. Look in the open, like I literally, that's what I'm saying. Like, like I literally exposed myself because it's like I don't know, mm. like I don't like this interview may land on whatever. That means yeah. thousands of people, millions of people may know my story Fair. now. Yeah. So yes. it's like being able to be vulnerable and release that. It just, it just shows me my growth because yeah. probably yep. a year ago I probably wouldn't have not not done this interview yeah. wow so it's like I'm just honored that you guys allowed me to be as expressive and I hope that the audience can get that level of transparency and they can go chase their fucking dreams bro. hey man like, this, 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 this year <laughs> this year we're being unapologetically us and like and I stand on that shit like I show up as you yep I'm, I'm me yep. what's up yep. ain't, nobody, ain't nobody gonna do shit yeah yes, so hey, man, before, before, we, before we end I want to give a shout out to the Click House. Yes, sir. And I want to give a shout out for the listeners and especially you, Sarai. Thank you for coming in. You yes, know, sir. Man, she, she she dropped some jewels, man. For real. So if you didn't catch that, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> for real. Catch but... on the next one. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, man, we out. All right, as you can see, discussions was open and judgment was closed. Make sure you check us out in the next episode. And make sure to like, comment, and subscribe.